time is it? Why, it's time for the Abbott and Costello Show. We're on the air for ABC here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show. Yes, it's the Abbott and Costello Show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood for your listening pleasure with Susan Miller and Matty Malnick's orchestra. So hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Costello, stop that noise. You certainly look happy tonight. Well, I'm not. Then why are you smiling? I brushed my teeth this morning. I forgot to take the toothbrush out of my mouth. <laughs> Never mind that. What's that book you have under your arm? It's called Whatever Young Girl Should Know. What Every Young Girl Should Know. I'm going to take it back and get whatever young man should know. Why? I want to get the questions to go with the answers. <laughs> Since when have you become so interested in books? Well... I'm writing a book of poems myself. The first poem, the first poem I dedicated to my mother. Now listen to this. Oh, mother dear, I love you best, but now I have one small request. You told me once of the birds and the bees. I'm past 30 now. Would you finish the story, please? <laughs> That's terrible. Here's another one to my mom. When I was a little baby, life was surely strange. Though father was a streetcar conductor, it was you who made the change. I... <laughs> Get the poem. Where, where were you all day? Well, I'll tell you, I was over to see my Uncle Mike's new dog. It's a gardener dog. He raises flowers. Uncle Mike has a dog that raises flowers? Mm. What does he raise? Cauliflowers. Ca <laughs> you and your Uncle Mike are the two biggest dopes I ever met. Now, wait a minute, Abbott. Don't you call my Uncle Mike a... Don't, don't you call my Uncle Mike a dope? I did. He's a very smart man. I'll have you know that he's one of the biggest dramatic coaches in Hollywood. He is? Yes. Who do you think is responsible for Ingrid Bergman? Well, who is responsible for Ingrid Bergman? Mr. and Mrs. Bergman. I, oh. <laughs> now, Stella, you are an idiot. It isn't my fault, Abbott. My mother kept me in the dark until I was 12 years old. She did? Yes, she was nearsighted and kept putting my rumpers on the wrong end. Oh, get him out of here. Before the boys get any further involved in nonsense, here's a thought that makes good sense.
Costello, quiet down. What are you so excited about? Uncle Mike and Aunt May just adopted a baby, and they, they named him this morning. They call him $100 Bill Costello. Why do they call him $100 Bill Costello? Because he's so hard to change. Ch- <laughs> and they're having a lot of trouble with that baby, Abbott. He was running around the front yard with nothing on but his diapers, and the cops came in and arrested Aunt May. Oh, that's ridiculous. Lots of babies running around with nothing but diapers. How, how old is the little fellow? He'll be 29 in October. <laughs> Your Uncle Mike adopted a full-grown man. He must be nuts. No, he's just got a big heart. I... He's always doing things for people. Yesterday, he was in a restaurant, and a woman came in and sat down at the same table. Uncle Mike said to her, please pass the pepper, and she hit him over the head with a bottle of ketchup. (laughs) Then he offered to pay her check, and she hauled off and knocked all his teeth out. Wait a minute. She did all those things to him, and he offered to pay her check? Yes, sir. Why? Well, he knew she was somebody's mother, and he was so glad she wasn't his that he'd do anything for her. (laughs) Your Uncle Mike is just plain lazy. Why don't he get himself a job? He had a job, but he quit. He was a head salesman in a department store. Why did he quit? There's no money in being a head salesman. Most people have got their own heads. They got their own heads. (laughs) I thought your Uncle Mike was working in a beauty parlor, Lou. Oh, yes. He had a job there. He was giving finger waves. From 8 in the morning until late at night, he worked like a dog giving finger waves. And and what did he have the chauffeur? What? Wavy fingers. He should have stayed home in Patterson. Why didn't he come to California in the first place? Well, he, he heard what a wonderful place the West was. We out West where men are men and women are women. An arrangement that is rapidly catching on in Glendale. <laughs> Cost- Costello, you're hopeless. Why do you act so stupid all the time? I have to have it to make you look so good. I... <laughs> Oh, let's talk sense. By the way, what were you doing up in Beverly Hills this morning? I'm up in Beverly Hills every morning. I stop at Hedy Lamar's house and I holler, Hey, Hedy! And then what? I throw the morning paper on a porch and I go to my next customer. <laughs> Delivering papers at your age, you idiot. Why don't you get yourself a real job? Do you want to grow up and be a real failure? Oh, no, that's bad. Do you want to be a fellow that spends all his time in pool rooms? Oh, no, that's bad. Do you want to be a fellow that hangs around stage doors and picks up chorus girls? That's bad. <laughs> You haven't done a tap of work in over a year. You'll, you'll never amount to anything, Lou. Oh, no. When my new invention comes out, I'll be the richest man in California. I invented a new kind of pedestrian pants. Guaranteed to trap hit-and-run drivers. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> new pedestrian wait pants. Pedestrian pants. I'll pa- trap all hit-and-run drivers. Pedestrian pants to trap hit-and-run drivers? Yes, sir. How do they work? The back of the pants are lined with carbon paper. When the car hits you, all you have to do is take off your pants. You got his license number in black and white. <laughs> Please talk sense I understand you were over to Susan Miller's house last night Yes, when I got there She turned the lights down low She pulled down the shades And she started kissing That must have been fun Yes, it was for the guy she was kissing (laughs) I ain't worrying, Abbott I got an address book here Full of girls' names They are just waiting to go out with me I got them all listed alphabetically Listed alphabetically? Yep Mm Mm-hmm What's the first name in the book? Um, first name uh, Yeah, come on uh, First name Here it is Zelma Zanzibar. <laughs> Here's another name, Elmer Crud. Elmer Crud? Mm. What's his name doing in your book? He's our milkman. He wants to take me to the Palladium. <laughs> it's a great book, Abbott. I keep a record of all my dates and how I make out. Hey, 
fatso! I heard you mention the name of Zelma Zanzibar. Have you ever been out with her? Oh, wait a look in a book. Yes, I've been out with her. Have you ever kissed her? Wait till I look in the book. <laughs> yes, I kissed her. Well, Zelma Zanzibar happens to be my girl, and I don't like it. Wait till I look in the book. <laughs> Friend, I got news for you. I didn't like it either. <laughs> Well, I got a good mind to bat your brains Now, just up. a minute, boy. I don't want to fight with you. I'd be taking an unfair advantage. Why, you miserable shrimp. Yeah. I'm six foot four. I weigh 220 pounds. What's unfair about fighting me? I never hit a man that's deformed. <laughs> I'll show you how to settle this thing, Costello. Why don't you and this guy trade punches? Just one punch apiece. That suits me. Let's go. Oh, oh, Abbott, help me up off the floor. All right, Costello, you're up. Now it's my turn to punch you. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You wouldn't hit a man that wears glasses? You're not wearing glasses. I'll go home and get them. <laughs> Look, Costello. I'm gone now, but I'll be waiting out in the alley for you. I'm going to beat your brains out as soon as this program is over. Ladies and gentlemen, make yourselves comfortable. You're about to hear the longest program in the history of radio. Uncle Bud, Uncle Bud. Hey, Uncle Bud, you better come home right away. All right, what's the matter, Norman? The baby swallowed a safety pin. Oh, my goodness, that's terrible. Did you do anything for him? Oh, sure, we're holding up his diaper with a nail. <laughs> That's Habit's nephew, folks. Every week, the same thing. Oh, lay off him. The same money. Lay off, lay off, lay off. Lay off him, man. Yeah. I dare him to come back here with another joke. Why? We could use one right now. <laughs> Why don't you get the guy a job, Habit? I got him a job last summer, Lou, working in the lighthouse. All he had to do was to sit there and watch the light. He kept his eye on that light all night long. What happened? It took us six months to unscrew his neck. <laughs> Costello, Mr. Costello. Hey, Costello, that girl over there is calling you. Say, she's beautiful. Pardon me a minute, Abbott, just a minute. What do you want, Deborah? I want to talk to you a minute. Can I have your ear? Yes, but you'll have to have it back by 10.30. I want to listen to the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Mr. Costello, can I have tomorrow afternoon off? Deborah, how long have you been working for me? Seven years. When was your last afternoon off? In 1941. And now you want another day off? What do you think I'm running, a playground? <laughs> Costello, that girl is gorgeous. Does she work for you? Yes, she works over at my house. Isn't she lovely? Seven years ago, she came to my house looking for a job. She was so beautiful, I hired her as a cook at $500 a month. Whoa, isn't that a lot of money to pay for a cook? Abbott, if I ever found out she can cook, I'll double her salary. I... $500 a month for a cook. If you weren't so lazy, you'd do your own work around the house. Remember that old adage, laziness is the father of all evil. Yes, and remember that old saying, a loaf of bread is the mother of an airplane. <laughs> you idiot, how can a loaf of bread be the mother of an airplane? Abbott, what is a loaf of bread? A necessity. What is an airplane? An invention. Well, then isn't necessity the mother of invention? I... <laughs> 
Costello, it's a waste of time talking to you. The only job you're good for is to replace a moron. Abbott, I couldn't take the bread and butter out of your mouth. I... <laughs> The trouble with you is that you've got no education. Is that so? I graduated from Colt Hill High School in Patterson, and I can prove it. Here, look at this. It's a picture of me graduating from high school. No, wait a minute. I see the high school, but I don't see you. Well, after I graduated, you don't think I was going to hang around, do you? Marcelo, <laughs> why don't you try to be like me? I work and I save a little every week. By the time I'm 65, I'll have a nice little nest egg. Abbott, by the time you're 65, you'll be too old a hatchet. I... <laughs> But if you, weren't, if you weren't so lazy, we'd be making some extra money right now, doing personal appearances in theaters. That's a great idea, Rabbit. I wrote a vaudeville act for you and me. Now you're talking. How does the act go? Well, first the curtain goes up, I come out and sing and dance. And then I tell jokes. Then the curtain goes down. Then the curtain goes up again. Then I come out and sing and dance, and I tell some more jokes. Then the curtain comes down. Then I go out again. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Where do I come in? That curtain don't work by itself, brother. <laughs> oh. And that's only half the fun, folks. Just as many laughs yet to come. But first, listen to this. up, Costello. We're on in just a second. That's right, Abbott, but here's a swell place to show off Susan Miller. Let's get her to sing a song. Okay, Costello. Ladies and gentlemen, here's our singing star, Susan Miller, with the music of Maddie Malnick. Somebody loves me, I wonder who, I wonder who he can be. Somebody loves me, I wish I knew Who he can be worries me For every boy who passes by I shout, hey, maybe You were meant to be my loving baby Somebody loves me, I wonder who Passes by, 
shout, hey, maybe you were meant to be my loving baby. Somebody loves me, I wonder who. There's a help wanted sign in the window. Maybe they could use me. It says, Boy Wanted, Dr. Ugg's Store. You idiot, Dr. Ugg's Stores. That's drug stores. <laughs> let's, let's go in the store. Come on. Ah, good afternoon, gentlemen. I'll be right with you as soon as I take this order on the telephone. Hello? Yeah? You want two dozen hair curlers, four bottles of perfume, a bottle of wave set, four boxes of bobby pins, a dozen bandages, and a bottle of mercurochrome. Thank you. I'll send it right over. Who Goodbye. Who is that? My best customer, Gorgeous George. Oh. <laughs> well, gentlemen, what can I do for you, huh? I, I saw that sign in the window. Oh, are you desirous of employment? No, I'm Costello of North Hollywood. <laughs> Sir, my friend Costello would like to work for you He's a very industrious, ambitious, and hard-working young man He's hired Mr. Abbott, I'd like to have you as my assistant manager Why do you want Abbott as your assistant manager? Costello, anybody that can talk me into hiring a lazy, shiftless, fat misfit like you Must be a great salesman <laughs> Mr. Abbott, you're now the assistant manager All right, get to work, boys well, Come on, Costello Get going, sweep up the store, straighten out the counters Clean out the prescription room, wash the windows, then get back at that soda fountain and stay there. And remember, I am the assistant manager. You're just the assistant manager? That's right. What a louse the manager must be. <laughs> uh, come on, Costello. The store's full of people. Get busy and wait on those counters. Come on. Well, well, Costello. That was quite a rush. What did you sell that a big fat lady? She bought a big can of talcum powder. Was it scented? No, she took it right with her. Uh, <laughs> I know she took it with her. I, I want to know if it was scented. How could it be scented if she took it with her? <laughs> you dummy, I'm talking about the kind of talcum powder. Was it men's? No, it was women's. <laughs> well, if it was women's talcum powder, then it must have been scented. Look, Abbott, I sold a talcum powder to the lady and she carried it out here herself. Nobody sent it. Well, young man, how are you making out on the job? I'm doing fine. I've already sold a can of talcum powder. That's wonderful. See, Abbott, he don't care if it was sent the lady took it with him. Uh, what else? Uh, what else did you sell? Some hair tonic. Vitalis? What was that? Vitalis. You asked me to tell you, so I thought I'd tell you. <laughs> I said I sold some hair tonic. And I said Vitalis, Vitalis. If you don't want me to tell you, why ask me? he wants to know is what kind of hair tonic was it? Just regular hair tonic. Was it scented? No, the man... <laughs> Look, we ain't gonna get into that again, please. Oh, wait on that man at the sporting goods counter. Go ahead. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Well, I'd like a dozen golf balls, please. Would you like me to wrap them up for you? No, just tee them up and I'll drive them home. <laughs> Costello, I overheard that, you idiot. You just lost a sale. Now get over there in the drug department. See if you can sell some of those 
bathroom scales. Uh, nobody wants to buy bathroom scales. Why not? I guess people don't give a darn how much a bathroom weighs. <laughs> if you want to boost your business, why don't you put in some of those uh, lazy man's toothbrushes that my Uncle Jim Kelly invented? They're made out of hairs from a dog's tail. Just a minute. A lazy man's toothbrush made out of the hairs from a dog's tail? That's right. How do they work? Just stick it in your mouth, pat the handle, and the brush wags up and down. <laughs> Costello, is your Uncle Jim Kelly a druggist? Well, not exactly. He went to college for 12 years and studied hard and graduated. Got his diploma, and then the state of California wouldn't let him be a druggist. Why not? He studied accounting. Soda jerk. Soda jerk. Get behind the soda fountain, Costello, and see what that man wants. Hurry up. Uh, what can I do for you? I'm the soda jerk. I want a banana split with four bananas, three scoops of ice cream, chocolate and raspberry syrup, some sliced peaches, whipped cream, and hot fudge sauce. You want to come in Tuesday for a fitting? <laughs> Never mind, wise guy. Make up that banana split. And I want chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice cream with lemon, blackberry, and orange syrup, and plenty of hot fudge sauce and a big scoop of whipped cream. Eh, uh, shall I put a cherry on the top of it? What are, what are you trying to do, make me sick? <laughs> Never mind this guy, Costello. Wait on that girl up at the end of the counter. Okay. Gee, miss, you're beautiful. Can I make you a nice hot fudge sundae? No, thanks, honey. You know I have to watch my figure. Oh, go ahead. You eat the sundae and I'll watch your figure. <laughs> I really didn't come in here for a soda. You, you see, I need some advice from a druggist. I've got a peculiar phobia. Whenever I see a good-looking man like you, I want to grab him and hug him and kiss him like this. And then I grab him and kiss him like this. And then I grab him and I kiss him like this. Who wrote this script? <laughs> That's one writer that's going to get money. Now, what, what I want to know is, have you got anything in this drugstore that'll stop that? If we have, I'll bust every bottle in the joint. <laughs> oh, you know, honey, I like you. <laughs> yeah, you're different than most boys of your age. You know, most boys your age think of nothing but necking. You're the studious type. Oh, yes, I do a lot of thinking. <laughs> what do you think about? Necking. <laughs> Is there anything more in the store that you want? Oh, besides yes. Besides me? <laughs> yes, I need some film for my camera. Okay. When I get to work tonight, we'll take your camera and the film, and you and I will ride up to Mulholland Drive where it's nice and dark. But it's dark up there and nothing will develop. Stranger in town, eh, girlie? <laughs> now, what else would you like besides me? <laughs> well, oh, I, I do need a back scratcher. <laughs> a what? A back scratcher. When I get home at night, I like to have a back scratcher to scratch my back. Wait until I get my hat, I'll go home with you. 
over there and wait on that customer. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> what can I do for you? Uh, hello. I want to get a good alarm clock. Uh, my wife and I are very uh, uh, heavy, heavy sleepers. Uh. You can tell by now we're sure to help, can't you? <laughs> a minute ago, he owned the joint. Now he's a customer. That's radio for you. Uh, here's a dandy alarm clock. Listen to this. Uh, duh, that's not very loud. Uh. Yeah, well, listen to this one. How's that? I'm afraid it ain't loud enough. Uh, my wife and I are very heavy sleepers. Well, <clears throat> well, uh... <laughs> it's just a thing for heavy sleepers. This is our super colossal alarm clock. Listen to this. for me, but what do you got to wake my wife? She sleeps on the other side of the bed. <laughs> well, well, Costello. Oh, no, no! <laughs> Costello? Remember, only one check. <laughs> come, come, Costello, I'm a busy man. You've been doing pretty good in the store, and now I'm gonna try you out in the prescription department. I want you to mix the following prescription. Now, write this down. Take a bottle. Take a bottle. Put in two grams of sodium phosphate, eight ounces of tincture of turpenhydrate, four grams of sulfathiazole, <laughs> diluted with two drops of neosinephrine, mix in eight milligrams of salicylic acid ester of monosyric acid. Have you got that? All but one part. What, what part is that? Everything that comes after take a bottle. <laughs> You idiot, get in there and mix that prescription. You want to lose this job? Uh, okay, here I go. <laughs> Costello, you've blown this drugstore into a thousand pieces. What will a boss doctor rag away say? Costello! Costello, where are you? Do you realize what you've done? That explosion blew this store into a thousand pieces. Some of it came down in Pismo Beach. Some of it's in Glendale. Some of it's in Pasadena. Some of it's in Long Beach. What are you kicking about? You ought to be happy. I should be happy? Why? you got branches in every city in Southern California. <laughs> Before Abbott and Costello have their final fling, we bring you one more thought on this subject.
Costello, we've had a hard day. Come on. Get out from behind that fountain. We'll go home. Okay, as soon as I finish this order. Take that. And that. So you won't talk, eh? Then take that. Costello, what are you doing? I'm grilling a cheese sandwich. Oh, good night. <laughs> oh, good night, everybody. Wednesday night at this time for another great Abbott and Costello show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Charles Vanda, and featuring Susan Miller and Matty Valnick and his orchestra. So, goodbye until this same time next Wednesday. Be sure to stay tuned for the outstanding entertainment which follows throughout the evening on this ABC station. (laughs) 